Greetings, uh, dear viewers. Uh, we welcome you to our television program on Alatra TV Africa. This is our second round of uh, this uh, roundtable within the Creative Society project. And uh, today we are looking on the topic of journalism uh, in Creative Society. Creative Society is a unique global initiative, a project which has been initiated by people themselves on the volunteer basis. The global project is to achieve Creative Society, a society where people can live happily, people will feel safe, uh, such kind of a society where each person in the world uh, will be comfortable and have everything that is necessary for living. You may find more information about the Creative Society uh, or the project on alatraunites.com. That is the website. And today we are able to gather people from various African countries on a roundtable in an open discussion of uh, journalism a new format of creative society. And like I told you earlier, the topic is uh, journalism as a bridge for change. Uh, we will uh, elaborate on solutions that have been offered uh, by progressive journalists on the course of our discussions that we gathered from them to find ways out of the crisis in journalism, especially the crisis of fake news. And then uh, find up a uh, way we could set up a new trend for media in the creative society. Today, we will answer the questions. What role does mass media play in society and how it affects the situation in our world and people behavior? Who creates the demand on information around us? What can we do to rebuild trust in the mass media? What should we do to popularize kindness, moral well, values, uh, honor, dignity, uh, me? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, somebody's trying to say something. Okay, I'll just continue. Uh, who creates the, the demand on information around us? What can we do to rebuild trust in the mass media? We will also uh, answer the question, what should we do to popularize kindness, moral values, honor, dignity, friendship, and peaceful relationships among people, among nations. The mass media serve the purpose of establishing an, a constructive positive informational view, creates the fashion for examples of kindness, the best human actions, honor and dignity, friendship between people and nations. It spreads among people positive creative models of behavior, the culture of popularization, positive way of thinking. And people as the consumers are responsible for creating the demand. And this is the mass media I describe in creative society. And today we will be talking about mass media, what problems we have run nowadays in consumer society and what can each of us do to change it. And uh, Olga, I'm giving you the floor. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Olga from Russia. And as our co-hosts have mentioned, uh, it's a continuation of a first round table that had already taken place uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we are considering journalism within our global uh, project of creative society, because it's not something um, uh, like separate. So everything is uh, comes together, especially 
uh, in the consumer formative relations, we have certain type of journalism. In the creative society, of course, the journalism uh, is a bit different. And today we will try to figure out, according to the title of our today's uh, meeting, uh, journalism uh, as a driving force behind the change, uh, how the journalism uh, can help us uh, to reach this stage of uh, progressive community of the 21st century. And now maybe our technical support can play us also this um, uh, video about our upcoming event that will be pretty soon already. It's going to be 20th of uh, December. And we will see uh, some information uh, about it uh, now. Every day, we share a great amount of information. This information forms our reality. Is this the way we wish to live? We need change. The change starts with us, with the information we share. Consumerist society leads us to death. We need a new vector of life, a creative society. It is up to you and me to build a creative society worldwide, where human life is the main value. Development of humanity is the main aim. Human safety is the main priority. Is it possible to build a creative society now? Yes. All we need to do is unite in one common idea. A creative society. People around the world are already acting to share the idea of creative society with the whole world to make it a reality. Learn how on the unique international online conference, Creative Society, United We Can, December 20, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, live on Alatra TV. You are the one who can change the future. Thank you so much, our technical support, for showing this important information. And uh, we are happy to give the floor to Maya Gadir. Uh, she is our speaker, uh, our first uh, speaker for today, from Sudan. And uh, she will tell us about, actually, uh, why do we have crisis in this, um, uh, in this field and uh, maybe propose the ways out. Uh, Maya, do you hear us? Yes, good afternoon on me as well, and yes. I hope I'm clear. Okay, so um, I was going to talk about the crisis that we are going through in journalism nowadays. I'm going to start off with a quick kind of uh, recap and an overview of the history of journalism. So since the beginning, uh, since 
the beginning of journalism, since the start of the of journalism, whether it was newspapers or TV, uh, people always had reasons behind uh, focusing on specific news. And journalism in general was affected by news filtration. And the news filtration that happened was according to agendas and the monitoring system of the governing party or the governing body, whatever it is, whether it's in or else. Side. And with the agenda people to read, um, there was more focus through journalism on news that react or react to the news. Um, something on this, I would actually give the example from France, who illustrated something um, mocking or just it's a caricature um, um, drawing about all all the religions and what was the big deal of it is that uh, the media or let's say the tv on um, illustrations on islam kind of focusing or forcing the muslims around the world to kind of react to that news um, and that or actually a dependent Maya, we lost, uh, I guess we lost the connection with you, I think. Well, Maya's connecting. Let's say that today, a uh, lot, many Hello. people gathered from different countries, Egypt, Sudan, Rwanda, and uh, Nigeria, uh, and others. <laughs> And uh, we will hear everyone today. Maya, are you with us? Hello, everyone. So I think we will uh, try to connect to Maya uh, later on. Uh, now we can ask uh, maybe our second speaker, Maya Gamal from Egypt, uh, maybe uh, to continue the topic because what we heard from uh, from Maya from Sudan is that the concern about the news filtration and the hidden agenda of uh, certain um, uh, media uh, holders, uh, what information to uh, to show to the people. And uh, we know that Maya Gamal uh, would like to also to, um, to add something uh, to this point. Okay, uh, first, I'm so happy that I'm with you all tonight, really. Uh, second, I want to tell you that I have so interesting topics I wanted to talk to you about, is about uh, the manipulation of numbers in journalism. Before explaining what uh, that definition means, I wanted to tell you a little bit of story uh, let's imagine together if we have a festival or concert which has 10,000 10, attendees, uh, but because of a car blast that happened nearby the concert, 1,000 died. So uh, now we have two different newspapers. One of them uh, wrote everything uh, with all the details without any changes, and the second one uh, changed one thing is the number. Instead of uh, saying 1,000 died, uh, it says that 10% uh, only died. Uh, 
okay, I will find someone now told me uh, that he, uh, they didn't lie. Okay, for sure they didn't lie. Neutral numbers cannot lie, but the opposite numbers, it's supposed to add value to the news and make it more honest, but the wrong, but the wrong use of it and putting it in a different context, uh, here, here's the problem. So, uh, because do you think that one who will read the first newspaper will interact the same and uh, have the same reaction um, like uh, the second one who will read it? Of course not. Maybe the first one will say, oh my God, uh, we lost 1,000 souls and uh, that's, a, that's a big loss. And the second one maybe say, thank God, we have just 10% uh, only died. Uh, here is the difference, and here is the really, really, uh, yeah, uh, good. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe our technical support team can show the second slide because I think you are coming to your second and third slide of your presentation, correct? Or which You're slide? Right. You right. Mm. It's about the definition slide. It's about the definition. Mm. Okay. Uh, now we are talking about to be more uh, clear. It's about uh, the definition. I need the slide, please. Mm. Can we have it? Or okay, uh, I will talk. The meaning of the manipulation of numbers in journalism it is considered as a double-edged weapon because some journalists today use it to control or to direct readers or minds to uh, to current case. To be more clear, I mean the, uh, that they use it to reduce or exaggerate an issue. And of course, it depends on editorial uh, policy of the newspaper. Can you hear me? You still with us? Yes, we yes, have yes. now your slide. Yeah, do you oh, see okay. it by now? Uh, okay. And move to the next, next point. Can we uh, move the slide? It says, how does the journalism use manipulation of numbers? It can done in many ways, such as, such as by using similar words, but, but every one of them gives a different meaning and give a different emotions and let you build a different opinion about the news. Okay, I can see, I can say now, uh, next slide, um, please. I can say now uh, words like using words uh, most of or more than 30 person, for example. And it could be only 31, but the journalist wanted to be like a big deal or like a disaster. And here is the problem. The second way is by using percentage, like uh, the example that I gave at first, uh, I said it before. Third, by using declaims like uh, 4.3, 2.0, these kind of things that uh, go with the emulation of numbers. Okay, can we turn the slide? Okay, no, not that. Okay. And all of that for sure, it's against the ethics of the journalism profession and all of that makes the news, newspaper uh, readers lost their trust in the press. And 
I want to say that we have to focus on the issue because it's very dangerous and it has a huge effect on people and the press and how we image it. For sure, also, I wanted to say that we all should start with ourselves. Everyone who studies or work in the media field should be careful and not to go with the flow. And that's our duty to build a real creative society. That's it. Okay, thank you so much, Mai, for this um, uh, very interesting uh, presentation, though it was short, but it's, it was very important. Uh, as you mentioned, manipulating numbers produces uh, different uh, information. So, and uh, sometimes you are saying that if uh, um, what journalists uh, are doing, they actually exaggerate uh, the statistics, they, they exaggerate these numbers, and then no one is the truth. Exactly. And uh, you also mentioned that uh, it's our duty to build the creative society. Maybe you can uh, tell us a few points about this, why it's important. I guess we should, when we are aware with this issue, we can help to build the creative society because we will have society without this issue, without playing minds with a clear press, I mean. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you and maybe uh, we just would like also to show to you eight Alatra foundations and also to our viewers and uh, if our technical support will be able to put it on the screen so we, uh, we can compare and uh, see uh, which out of these eight Alatra foundations or maybe all of them we can incorporate in journalism because we know that the fourth Alatra foundations tells about exactly transparency and openness of information for all so I think it uh, directly related to journalism. Uh, what do you think, uh, Myles? I think that uh, I wanted to see it and they want everyone to see it because it's very important if we really, really uh, do with that. Thank you so much, uh, Mai, and uh, we just would like to uh, to see uh, if Dr. Hussein is uh, with us, our second uh, speaker, uh, or Nadra. Okay, because I think that uh, for some reason uh, they um, uh, disconnected. Uh, Olga, if I may interrupt, if I can go and, and continue. Yes, certainly, Maya. We are looking forward. The only thing is that uh, we can't hear you. We already accepted that we can't see you. 
<laughs> you already are fine with this, but at least you know to, to bring the message to the people. So you must hear you somehow. I know that a little bit problem with the internet exists in Sudan. Maya, can you hear us? I can actually hear you clearly. I'm not sure if you can, if you guys can hear me. Um, right now we can. Yeah, we are so facing some trouble, some issues, especially. Uh, Okay, so uh, I'm just going to quickly get back to my presentation, and it's aligned with May's um, presentation talking about fake news. And um, I just wanted to focus more on the fake news that are spreading throughout social media. And uh, one thing about uh, mass media or journalism, it has developed into using social media to affect, again, to influence only in using specific words, but also having an algorithm to show a specific news um, regardless of the rest of the news. And I think uh, this needs to be changed uh, because again, knowledge is a right. It's not something that is a privilege because we know. No, I, I believe that knowledge is a right and every single person has the right to know the full story both sides of the story, and it, he has the right or she has the right to decide for herself whether she is with or against whatever is being portrayed, whether on social media or on the media itself, TV, uh, newspapers, and etc. And I think some of the solutions would be that social media and media in general, all mass media should be held responsible for the news that they are portraying and also for the images that they are portraying, especially the narratives that they are telling the stories, exactly like the video that was shown at the beginning, where all, mostly all of the narratives on um, the stories uh, are about anger, um, hate, and all of these negative feelings, and maybe war, aggressive uh, aggression, and all of these things. And it is constantly portrayed in the media and I think the media has to be uh, held responsible uh, for their um, showing the media also has a responsibility to raise awareness rather than focus on um, directing a message or directing a specific agenda a monitored agenda so i think it should be open and more um and more free as well as inclusive uh, and i i believe that that uh, can happen and should happen through open dialogue free dialogue uh, groups of people within one country and also different countries within one continent and also an open dialogue between different people from different parts of the world and i think finally i think having more representation on media, not just social media, is very important to get the message, the positive message across and focusing more on positive role models and positive stories that are happening. Exactly like I mentioned earlier um, or before uh, previously in other uh, conferences that during the Corona or the COVID-19 um, um, period, there were so many positive stories that came out of Africa, but yet, a lot of news broadcasting channels failed to reflect those positive images uh, of the African countries from discovering medicines to actually containing the spread of coronavirus within their country. 
factories and within many positive things. But unfortunately, the news did not reflect that uh, because they were the people, the odds um, reacting to. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Maya, for your presentation and uh, especially uh, also uh, highlighting the responsibility of, journal, uh, of journalists because the, actually uh, the way we uh, portray uh, actually um, society uh, tomorrow, it's uh, actually the, the way we want to see the society tomorrow, we are portraying it now. Uh, it means uh, uh, if we always will be concentrating on these negative images, uh, like bad stories, uh, black PR, um, something that promote violence, how you can arrive at a better future? It's totally impossible. Everyone will tell you, even from the physical point of view, if your attention is always uh, concentrated on negativity, how you can expect that something good will uh, happen to you? It's, it's totally impossible. Exactly. Thank and you maybe, so much. And I would like to, pardon me? Maybe Olga, we can also advise uh, to record a video again for Maya because I think she's raising very important uh, points because maybe she can record uh, a video and then we can play it uh, in the end of the round table. Maya. Yes, because it's very difficult uh, with internet connection today. If uh, you can do that, that would be great. And exactly. um, yes, definitely, I'll, uh, I'll do that. Yes. Great, thank you. <laughs> and uh, I would like to introduce uh, Mohammed Hassan. Uh, I'm giving you the floor to talk about mass media. Thank you very much. Uh, and sorry because I've been busy for all the days. This is why I don't get a time just to come to be in to be on time and yeah i don't prepare myself well but what i'd like to say about the media that nowadays or today's except that there something to be considered about the mass media because stars like public size everything and this is maybe there's lack of uh lack of like ethnic or look like ethics of uh ethic of media so for the trust that we needed. So, and second, also, I think this, I don't know exactly because clearly we're supposed to talk about the reality, but to talk about the thing that lead us to build uh, uh, behaviors of the, of the communities, to build a community that trust each other, to build the, to build what the new generation to know exactly what they're doing from the ground from their born until now. But really, still now we have a lot of things, and now because media sources become more stronger, women, women than others that have been killed. Because now the media is kill people more than others, so we need really to use this media for something valuable. To make this media for for building good customs and tradition, and to seek many things. This is what I exactly know about the media. But sorry, because I don't have a lot of things about the media's and really information about exactly how this work in the field of uh, bringing people together in field of uh, formulating one language that each other can understand or each other can live it in peace and or to progress exactly what we need in for the future of the generation. This is what that I 
I know about the media. This, I don't know, just we need really to change everything. We need to formulate some new language for the media. We need to formulate some generation that they know exactly how to step forward, how to put pillar or how to put them uh, uh, to progress, to promote, to do something new for the new, for the coming, come, what you call for the coming generation or for even for this generation to put an L for the solution that's going on. But sorry for that, this is only futures I have it about it. Mm. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. Mm. Of course, we all related to media because we are consumers or it's our job. We all related, we all have social accounts, we have uh, social platforms, we chat, we post pictures, videos, and of course we uh, create this demand. Uh, and uh, there are people who analyze uh, uh, what uh, people are watching, what people are reading, what are they posting, and uh, they give us what we want. So um, what I'm gonna say that we create this demand. demand for what we see on TV, hear on radio, read on newspapers, and so on. So um, would you like to add something like about role of mass media uh, in your life and uh, how it affects the situation in the world? For me personally, this really is going to be so, it's really so effective because as I see now exactly in my country, Sudan, that media have been using because now media is, it became uncontrollable. This is why even either in different field of that, it became just like, like an air, anyone can breathe it. So it's difficult so to be controlled. But sometimes most of, now I see in different ways, other, for example, say for example, in the ways activists internationally, most of them, they use it. They don't use it really in effective ways. They always use it, uh, what can I say? It is really, it's really very bad managed. But what I mean that is I, what we need that is really this media we can use it in different, it can use it so as to do something good for the, for us and for anyone. Personally, also in myself, that as I see medias, I use it sometimes. For example, medias, but I use it for example in in the way of in the way of developing myself, in the way of developing, helping others to be developing. But in what I see now also is, uh, it's really some contradicting things that is many things is not going out as, uh, yeah, as we, as, as supposed to be planned because if we plan it, media is not less than knowledge, is a part of knowledge. Media can be, became a library. And for example, now in the, in, during the time of COVID-19, Media became everything. Media became became a home, become uh, uh, became like sort the best sort of sort of information, the best way of yeah yeah developing many things and the best ways of of uh, of connection between nations. This is what now we are using. So if this connection been used or this media, this connection been used to develop some morals, develop to yeah, I really so difficult to understand to be expressed in the I think you raised a very important topic of ethics, uh, ethics and journalism, uh, because we discussed it also uh, in our preparation call that um, if we use uh, fundamental human values um, as ethics in journalism, it will help us to rebuild the trust in mass media. 
because behind the fake news are always the real human lives. So that's why if we will continue with play with manipulating the numbers, as Maya was saying, if we uh, continue producing some wrong information to the to the people who are watching us, so we cannot expect that people will trust the mass media anymore. So that's why uh, incorporation actually of eight Alato foundation uh, foundations in the ethics of journalism will help us to put uh, the journalism in a new uh, let's say level where uh, we are happy to see the news, where we are happy to share the news because uh, unfortunately nowadays I'm sure that uh, uh, half of the newspapers are going straightly to the garbage bin. Uh, people are saying we don't want to read the newspapers because <laughs> the information is not correct. Uh, so it will help us to solve uh, many issues uh, if we incorporate the eight Alato foundations in the journalism field. And uh, uh, if Mohammed, I don't know, would you like to add something or we can come to our next speaker or would you like maybe to say something as a concluding no. remark? Or greetings from <laughs> Berlin, yeah. <laughs> because I came late and feel I don't know exactly about the topic exactly. I don't have much background about it, but as I know that is the ethic in every field, I think is very important exactly in the media because nowadays if I see, for example, in, in in my country exactly, or in Africa in general, many countries all because the media always became a supporter. So always talking about we and us, uh, talking about othering or we and us. Since when you put a division between anything, this is we and that's us, this means that's always creating a hierarchization. And this hierarchization always playing the side with uh, the part with the, what it calls is, uh, is, uh, with the power. And this power always in the one hand. So if the media, if the media became in the hand of the one who's on the power, at least they're going to put the gap of othering. When they say othering, this means that it's going to put what it calls severities of others. So this really is, which is going to be a no trust. This is one, and no one is yet yeah, is then also this as you say that even uh, it's not going to talk about the trash like exactly what the people they need, what we need and what other they need. It's going always, what it was talking about those who always have the power, always uh, adding, yeah, they don't give the information to just lower people. Other one is not going to, not to going to see, him, see himself in that, in that phase. So if we, if we try to, for example, to compare, for example, nowadays in the media, so because most of the nation, they say, okay, no, we are going to, to trust that private companies because the private company always have their own, their code of conduct, they have their, have their, uh, they have the honesty to talk about these things. But if you can to public one, public one always, they, they don't reflect the good things. They don't even reflect the, what you call, the right face or the right information that people, they need it, all what they do about the others. So this is really, we need for us, First of all, I think the media in general is supposed to be, not to be, uh, for example, to be, for example, uh, below, yeah, to be like, uh, to be, instead to be just like a law, because supposed to be separated from the political, from the political power, politi politics, uh, uh, mass media politics, or to politicize, supposed to be exactly socialist, social ones, just like the way of, using the law, also the same thing. So all these things 
because it's connect with the society. So if we need to be in connection with the society, this means that is the media is supposed to be the first one, supposed to be part of the society, supposed to work for the society, and not supposed to be, yeah, not in clear or still there's some gloomy thing. It is there's something unclear really. Thank you so yeah. much. Just, you actually, yes, sorry, Kana. Uh, you actually no, raised. Sorry. Uh, yeah. sorry. Um, would you like to say something? Come. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. When you finish, I might make a contribution. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you actually mentioned very topic, important topic and uh, uh, as a pillar of creative society, eight foundations, uh, there is actually a foundation about creative ideology. And uh, I'd like to ask technical support to show us this foundation number five. Yes, creative ideology. I'll read it out uh, to all of you. Ideology should be aimed at popularizing the best human qualities and stopping everything that is directed against a human. The main priority is the priority of humanity, high spiritual and moral aspirations of a human, humanness, virtue, mutual respect, and training of friendship, creating conditions for the development and education of a human with a capital H, cultivating moral values in each person and society, prohibition of propaganda, of violence, condemnation, and denunciation of any form of division, aggression, and anti-humane manifestations. So you actually, this, uh, this foundation actually a pillar for many spheres of life, including media. And uh, I think it's very, very important that uh, if media has that, we definitely gonna build trust. We, we definitely will build will build this trust in uh, journalism, in journalism, uh, which we have lost right now. Yes, Olga, thank you. And uh, I also think I want to just make a qualification. When we talk about the media, we talk about it as if it is different from us. All of us are journalists, especially with like we're saying with the new trend of social media. And then even those of us who are professional journalists writing in professional newspapers or working with a professional uh, radio or TV houses, uh, I think it is about us. It's also about time that we start implementing. That is why it is very important. These uh, eight foundations that we are talking about, it's important that we understand them and then we can start implementing them in our own little way, you know, like a show alternative of what we are talking about. If we don't want the consumer format of society where the media or we use the media as a means to propagate violence and division both ethnic religious or whatever kind then we should start positively and you know by now implementing it for others to see i think gradually it may not be something that we will achieve overnight but gradually like uh, i think I, it was olga that used that example that when one is in a dark room and then one brings a candlelight another one brings another candle before you know it, the light will spread everywhere so that's just what I want to say about, you know, it's important that we don't look at the media as outside of us. We are the media and then we can start in our own little way. I'll hand over to you, Olga, to continue with the introduction. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I want to invite everyone to watch a little short uh, piece of video from one of the programs with Igor Mikhailovich Danilo.
maybe before uh, we are watching the video because we have Nadra who just joined us and uh, she told us that uh, she's lucky that she has a connection now. So Olga, maybe we can... <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, because technical support didn't uh, place the video because yet. We can... <laughs> we are taking the time <laughs> Nadra is with us. So uh, Read Nadra. watch this video mm -hmm. after Nadra's speech. Nadra, dear, we are so okay. much happy you can you please introduce yourself and tell us your vision about uh, mass media in the creative society uh, nadra do you hear us Maybe if you I turn, maybe if you turn off uh, your uh, video, maybe we can hear you. So maybe without video, just audio. No, I think you lost her. Mm. So let us then watch this uh, video with uh, Dr. Danilov. Maybe Nadra will be coming back in the meanwhile. Okay, yes, let's watch the video and then hopefully Nadra will come back to us. However, mass media mustn't show how one person smashes another person's mug or something else. That's a show. In a show, two people start arguing, one hits the other in the face and so on, and a half of the world is watching, or a country is watching, the show generates ratings. Well, the right thing to do if someone hits someone else, even if there is the slightest bodily harm, even if he doesn't hit, but only raises his hand, there's already an aggression attempt. If a person manifests aggression towards another person, he encroaches on what is the most sacred in the world, on human life. Hence, he must bear Let's say there is no bodily harm, there are no problems, there are manifestations. And manifestations are from what? From pridefulness. Hence, pridefulness must be destroyed. Pardon me, this person must clean public toilets for at least three months. Right? Right. Well, the talk show which has shown this must show during three months how he is cleaning toilets because they have let it on the air. This will drop the ratings. Yet, excuse me. They shouldn't build ratings on people's wild qualities, promoting and establishing them in everyone. It has to be understood how mirror neurons work in a human being, and that we copy each other. If in a talk show one person insults or hits another, it means, I can also do that. Then we see it in families, and we see it in the streets, and later on people say, where do we have so much evil from? But we are exactly the ones who create it, maybe it's enough. Let us show love, peace and decency. We shouldn't play with life. For instance, many people say, such is life, such is the game. The rules of the game. Guys, maybe let's not play. We must not play with life. Life should be lived and not played. It's painful when someone plays us. There should be peace and order, love and respect. Right? We played this uh, video maybe for those who joined us uh, in the middle uh, uh, to actually to highlight two things. The first is that uh, nowadays, unfortunately, the mass media are building their ratings on very um, low animal qualities of a human being. 
So they showed to us how people are struggle, how people, you know, are shouting at each other. And suggestion of Igor Mikhailovich Danilov is that uh, that uh, TV show that uh, showed to us this uh, animal, um, let's say, qualities uh, of uh, a human should uh, show uh, at the next stage the video how this uh, man who was uh, actually fighting uh, in the middle of the show now is cleaning the public toilets. And why there is example here of public toilets? Because the creative society, it's a society that is oriented towards a human being and human being and, and his or her dignity, it's at the first place. That's why, uh, because creative society, it's already being implement, implemented uh, and we are now currently at the first uh, information stage of this project. Um, slowly and gradually we are coming to this uh, point that um, those people who violate or do something against humanity or against the status of a human simply will do some public work and cleaning the toilets it's uh, would be an option one of the solutions yes yeah, so one of the solutions <laughs> And so another, you know, mass what? media to show to us something else. All right, Olga, I was also saying that what is interesting is that you see what we have now as uh, our rules, especially in, in, in rules uh, against uh, slander or ethics, you know, the, the compensations are mainly monetary. So it's like uh, when it is monetary, it doesn't really actually, you know, let somebody understand the, 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 how do I put it? Now the degree of harm he or she has caused. Yeah, he could get money and pay it and that is all. But if somebody is made to like carry out a public work like it's been suggested by uh, Danny Love, it's, uh, you know, it's the person serves the society and then in serving the society that being humbled is uh, enough for others to also learn that, you know, we should be careful how we toy with uh, human life and then how we toy with things that affect society generally. So I think, yes, it's also time where we're talking about this journalism and what should be done. It's also time we also talk about how we, you know, how we should also uh, punish those who go against this, uh, the, 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 the journalist, uh, journalistic ethics. Thank you. Nadra, uh, now uh, are you with us, uh, Dr. Nadra Al-Mahdi from Sudan? You can just turn, uh, turn on your microphone, please, and then uh, we will be able to hear you. Yes, I think now you can introduce yourself, please, uh, and tell us your vision about journalism in Sudan and in the Creative Society. Uh, I am Nadir Al-Mahdi from Democracy Newspaper. Uh, nice uh, to meet you here. And I think uh, Creative Society uh, is a big issue and is important issue for us as a journalist. We, we suffer a lot here in Sudan uh, to write about, uh, uh, about uh, the turbulency, uh, about our freedom, our press, Something like, uh, like that. As you know, uh, last uh, last uh, three days, uh, they removed Sudan from the blacklist, and we have revolution uh, of uh, our prime minister, uh, Mr. Hamadou. Uh, before this, at uh, uh, 
19 December, uh, last 19 December, 2019, we have revolution. At that time, there is shadow group. They fight uh, the revolution, and many of journalists uh, decided to be with al-Bashir regime. Uh, we fight for that. Every, every time there is fake news, they publish it by the social media, by their shadow group, uh, by their newspaper. Uh, we, we, we decide uh, to stop it, but we, do, we have no support to stop it. So uh, we, publish, uh, we establish a group, journalist group. Uh, uh, it is uh, as a union uh, to, to stop that and, uh, and uh, to, uh, to, to be decide with the revolution until we succeed. And now, uh, alhamdulillah, we, we have our freedom we have our transparency, we have our uh, 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 peace, everything that we want. But still there is a shadow group and uh, there is fake news that combat the government and combat the, the police freedom. Until now, they work until now because uh, the al-Bashir regime uh, pay for them. They pay anything, equipment, money, uh, houses, everything they want, they pay for them. Uh, we fight until now, really. Yeah, so you mean the, the existence uh, of, uh, so you are now raising the topic of shadow journalism, yeah? That you said uh, it still exists in your country. Yeah. Mm. I think that uh, in the creative society, we don't have uh, shadow journalism <laughs> anymore because in the progressive human community, we are sharing the best of, uh, of what we have from our hearts. So uh, I'm sure that uh, the best human qualities are flourishing in this uh, society and uh, it's gonna be just the relics of the past, this uh, shadow journalism. And how do you see the ways out of the current crisis in journalism, uh, Dr. Nadra, based on your experience as Sudanese uh, mass media representer? Uh, actually, uh, now we are, uh, I am member in many, uh, many journalist uh, group, and we have a pressure group uh, to, do, to do what we want. We fight them, we, we try to do our best. Uh, until now, we fight for our, uh, uh, our unique, our unit, uh, journalism unit. Uh, they destroyed everything for the journalists. We have no training, no, no everything. We try to, uh, to build our success journalism now. We try to build it by pressure group, by pressure, uh, journalist uh, so in social media, Twitter, something like that. We have relation with the uh, uh, members of the government. Uh, we try to put every opinion that we want, every uh, decision that we want to do the best for our journalism, our community, and our country. And, and we have, uh, and we have uh, diplomatic, diplomatic relation, uh, we try by all the ways to do the best for the journalists and for our country. Despite all, all of the al-Bashir regime, security, everything, do it. We stay, uh, uh, we stay behind our government and behind uh, 
our heart, behind our vision, behind uh, uh, our, our spirit, our, our light that comes inside uh, our soul. And, and we hope we can succeed. Uh, we hope that. And uh, thank you, uh, Nadir. Uh, if I understood what Nadir was saying, uh, it's like the journalists in Sudan are asking for transparency and uh, to be more, have more open access to information. And I think that is one of the foundations of the Creative Society. Uh, we wish you strength and it's something that can happen when like at the beginning of our program, we talked about the mirror neuron, when the journalists in Sudan also start uh, mirroring those positive uh, qualities that they want seen in Sudan, when uh, they start mirroring transparency in uh, what is broadcast or what is published, and especially for people like another uh, Daha that you know are into publishing, it will really be of good if uh, uh, those uh, qualities that they demonstrate it in action. What I mean by action, we are not talking about revolution in creative society, we are talking about bringing about a change through peaceful means, bringing about change through evolving people's uh, understanding of uh, what, the, what humanity is. And uh, I think uh, talking about Danny Romiron, if you permit me, Olga, I will uh, say, I ask, I will like to ask um, uh, Abu Bakr, no, not Abu Bakr, Habib Omar, uh, to share his experience, uh, the experience he had after watching um, a program, a video on advertising. Maybe he should share it with us how uh, in a Christian society, advertising could be used in a positive way to bring about changes in people's uh, mentality, especially as regards respect for those foundations that we, we're talking about. Abakar Umar, uh, sorry, uh, Habib Umar, if you can hear us, can you uh, say something about this? Yes, sir. I'm with you, sir. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, that advertisement is very important and it has it, it has a very vital role to play in human life. Uh, people are advertising things not the way they're supposed to be doing it. As I was saying earlier, I, I said that earlier. Okay, so I think, uh, let me go back to issue of uh, uh, journalism. Though I'm not a journalist, but now it's like everybody is a journalist because we are all in social media. So. Uh, when it comes to issue of journalism, uh, the media, I mean, the radio uh, stations, uh, television and newspaper are, are even doing less than what the, we individual are doing because we always post, I mean, fake news on WhatsApp, on Twitter, on Facebook, and it circulates faster than what the uh, media itself doing because what we are posting on our WhatsApp, on our Facebook, Twitter, and so many other social media means of I mean, communication is, is, is going around, is going faster than what the radio, the uh, television, and the newspaper are doing. And uh, in any problem, if we are trying to solve a problem, we always look at the cause of that problem. Why are we posting fake news? Where are the journalists? I mean, uh, uh, advertising tech news and, uh, and circulating tech news and producing tech news. Why? If we look at the reason, there must be one, uh, to me, what I understood, the reasons are either the, uh, uh, the journalists, the journalists are 
after morning for producing the fake news. Then if there's a cost of producing the fake news, so we need to create awareness. We need to tell them the, the, the negative effect of collecting money from some people and uh, be producing fake news, producing uh, fake, I mean, fake videos and uh, producing uh, fake news in general. So some may do it because of the money they collect to maybe black least focus a problem between one religion or the other or between one party uh, or, or the other. And then if the money is not the cause, and then we look at what is the reason behind a journalist to produce a fake news. If you produce as a journalist, if you, if you produce a fake news, what will you gain? What will you gain? Maybe some, they don't know the, 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 the negative effect of producing the fake news. So for those that are doing it, not because of money, the most important thing for us to do uh, in creative society is to create awareness, to tell them the negative effect of producing fake news. And uh, in the other hand, what we are doing in social media is worse because we are all on social media. Many people are on social media. People on social media are, 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 are more than, those are, than the journalists. So what we are circulating or what we are producing it is, 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 is very important. So I think we need to continue doing what we are doing one after the other. You meet this guy, I meet this one. I, I will tell him the effect of producing fake news. I will tell him the effect of posting a false, I mean, false video that can create problems among people. So I think this is what I can say, sir. All right, uh, Omar Habib, thank you very much for that. But you know, uh, during the prep call, sorry, Olga, I, I, I was first a little. Um, during the prep call, uh, Habib, you shared, uh, you shared uh, an experience with us, experience of having watched uh, a video that showed how advertising could be done in a creative society. Could you share oh, that, repeat okay. that experience with us? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, I will. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the video I watched, uh, talking about advertisement. Yes, it's also important. Yeah. Uh, advertisement, we, we can't stop advertisement, but it's supposed to, we, we, we need to change the way people are advertising their goods or their services. Because what people are doing is not what we do in creative society. Yes, of course, we need to tell people, we need to advertise our creative society, but in a very good manner that someone will not feel uh, uh, upset if he is not with us. There are many people that are good and they are doing good, but they are not part of us. They are not in the creative society. So if we want them to be part of us, to be in creative society, we'll tell them about creative society and um, we tell them this is volunteers, it's not necessary, it's not compulsory. So if you want to involve, if you want to be part of us, you are free to be. And if you are not willing to be part of us, you are free to stay. And we don't see you as someone who is not doing the right thing. So we introduce or we advertise creative society to the people. Of course, if you have anything, uh, if you have a uh, service for anything that you want people to uh, uh, be part of, of course, you have to advertise, you have to uh, uh, tell people about whatever you are doing or about any service or goods that you want to uh, be accepted by people. So uh, in the other hand, 
uh, let me go back to yes, all in the video I watch. Yeah, advertisement in the other hand, not in uh, a creative society, is causing a lot of problems because now people are advertising their goods and their services. Let's take, for instance, maybe I have a car, I have a car Toyota, maybe, and another new brand car has come maybe this year, 2020, or maybe in 2021. And uh, the new one is advertised, you understand, to the extent that if I didn't possess it, I would just feel as if I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm offset totally. The one I'm not grateful with the one I have because car has been advertised. So I can do anything possible to make sure that I possess the new one. This why I have the one, I won't be grateful. So I, I, I discourage people doing such kind of advertisement to make people to become upset, to become ungrateful to what they have. So we, of course, we can avoid advertisement, but it's supposed to be done in certain way that we will always remain grateful to what we possess and we will not be looking at what we don't have. So this is my own opinion concerning the advertisement in general, sir. Habibu, you mean uh, you watched this video with uh, Igor Mikhailovich Danilov advertising uh, Be Aware? Yeah, this is the what you have watched. So it's just uh, clear for our viewers, so they will be able to find this video as well. This is this is what you watched, right? Yes, I watched it and it's very interesting. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. I for actually your... want to comment on Habibu's uh, speech uh, and uh, ask something. Like you said that uh, uh, sometimes people uh, share fake news and they don't realize uh, what the cause of it. So uh, do you think that uh, having this critical thinking, having enough education, good education, uh, self-education is important also? Because sometimes uh, I think people don't even realize they share the fake news. They think they're doing something good. And... Uh, if they would have more knowledges about some um, problems, some topics, maybe they would understand this is fake. What do you think about it? Yeah, Olga, I had you for the first time, but somewhere in between you are broken. So can you please just repeat what you just said? Sorry. Okay, no problem. Uh, you shared with us that, uh, are you here with us? Habibu? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, you go oh, ahead. Okay. Yeah. okay, sorry. I just saw the two pictures of me, myself. So you said that uh, sometimes people share fake news and they're not realizing the effect it's causing. So um, I was um, offering the thought that maybe people don't realize they share fake news. Maybe they think it's a real one. And because of lack of education, lack of self-education, they don't know that this is fake and uh, maybe we should more educate ourselves about different topics before we share, uh, you know, put some critical thinking into it and uh, examine the topic before sharing it. What yeah. do you think about it? Yeah, I got, I got to you now. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you may uh, spread a news that you think is a good one, but it may end up causing a problem, okay? So I think since people are free to say many things on social media, 
like me here in Nigeria, there is no any body, no regulation for, 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 for social media. You can say whatever you want to say. You can post whatever you want to post on social media in Nigeria here I'm talking about. So if you want to, I mean, post anything, maybe either video, maybe voice note, or you want to post anything, you have to, as a, as, an, as, as, as a human being, you have to think very well that if I posted this, what will it, what, what the result will be? If you think it may cause something, uh, I mean, violence, or it can cause, I mean, something bad, the result will be bad, so you try not to post that. Because we are all human beings, we don't have to be creating problems for ourselves. Whatever you are posting, make sure you post the right thing that will not cause any violence, that will not resolve, that will not lead to any problems. So we have to think very well before you post anything on social There is no, um, nobody uh, uh, for regulating what we posted on social media. So I think that's what I can say. And then we always create awareness. Like when people don't know anything up. about creative society. Okay, can you hear me now? I don't know. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Like what we are doing in creative society is something very, very important because we always meet people that they don't know anything about creative society, and we tell them what we are doing in creative society. So if they are interested, they will join us and with that we will achieve a lot because many people will join Creative Society and I know with time they will stop doing anything that may cause problem to others if they happen to be part of us. Habibu, thank you so much for this contribution and before we come to our next speaker, we just would like to ask our technical support to show to us uh, the seventh Alatro Foundation. Uh, it's about uh, justice and inequality. Yeah, and it is my pleasure. Because actually uh, a human is granted employment. And here it's very important point because we discussed this in our preparation call about the reason of fake news. And now, Habib, uh, you mentioned uh, the reason of fake news that people actually need money. That's why the journalist is also a human being, takes the money and producing the fake news. But what is happening? two things are now coming into play. The first, uh, what has happened is that if even if he, uh, let's say, solve a temporary shortage of money, but for the long run, uh, the situation is not going to be changed because yes, he produced uh, this fake news, uh, paid his credit, his son went to school and the journalist thinks, yes, it's more or less fine. But still um, inside of uh, him or her, I'm sure this feeling comes uh, that something is wrong. That's why in the creative society and uh, journalism and creative society are coming together. Uh, the journalist is receiving enough money as a salary. So there is no need to produce any fake news. That's why creative society is beneficial for journalists at the first place, because no need to trying you know, to have different income from, uh, from different ways. Uh, no need uh, to have the meets uh, ends, I mean, and to, to see how to produce an article and uh, to pay the credit, because uh, it, it will be already covered in the creative society. Uh, and this is a very important point, because um, uh, unless we take it now, <laughs> we will not understand why we have fake news. 
and why and how to solve this issue for the for the long run. So the seventh Alatra Foundation uh, shows to us the solution. It's again our technical support te uh, team is showing to us on the screen. Uh, thank you so much. Should we read it? Maybe? Yes, I think we should read it. Uh, it's two small letters from okay. me. Maybe you can read let it. me, yes, let me read it. Uh, justice and equality. All natural resources belong to humans and are fairly distributed among all people. Monopolization of resources and their rational use is prohibited. These resources are fairly distributed among the citizens of the entire earth. A human is guaranteed employment if he or she so desires. Pay for an identical position, speciality, uh, or profession should be the same all over the world. Everyone has the right to private property and income. However, within the limits of the individual's capitalization amount set by the society. Yes, it's a totally agree. It's very fundamental provision. I think it's very important what you just mentioned, that if uh, people have enough money for living, they won't be looking for some uh, anti-moral ways of making them. Is so let's move on to our next speaker. Sorry, would you like to yeah. comment? Um, yeah, after, after maybe the next speaker, based on what I just explained, sorry. Okay. Sorry, can, um, can, I, can I say something? Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, yes. supposed to be our next speaker, so that's why um, we can uh, actually introduce you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, let me introduce you. The, oh, this is uh, Leon's uh, movie. And I'm giving you the floor. Please speak out. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I hope you are getting me right, uh, correctly, and uh, sound. Uh, uh, my name is Leonce, as uh, um, you said, I'm from Rwanda. I work for uh, the East African and Rwanda Today newspapers. Um, and uh, I'd like to have a talk which will look at the fourth point of foundations of creative society uh, and uh, that is transparency and openness of the information for all uh, in the uh, Rwandan perspective or where um, like I am right now um, due to the history uh, the journalists the society of Rwanda that passed through uh, they have been suffering a lot, but uh, with the development, with the work that have been done by different players, there are some positive changes that we are seeing in this uh, uh, side, like we have now the uh, access to information law, uh, which is uh, now helping journalists to uh, get some information from the government or other uh, private sector. And um, when you talk of, uh, for instance, what my pre the previous speakers have been saying about fake news, uh, you may wonder why the fake news are um, 
going viral rather than the real news. Um, maybe one of the things is that the journalists are no longer the custodians of uh, information. Everyone from his smartphone can spread news and go around the world where even the, the normal or the real news that cannot reach. Um, the, the other thing is um, for us to exploit those uh, mechanisms, those legal instruments that we have to produce uh, the factual news that impact society, we have to look at ourselves as a journalists, what, how we are working, how we are using them. For instance, our social media platforms, um, for instance, my previous speaker was saying about the mass media advertising, but within um, uh, my country, there is a wave where journalists are becoming social media influencers, which are bringing them some side money. And you sometimes find that they are earning some money from those advertisements or those um, uh, pushing of the commodities which are deceiving, which are deceiving society, and uh, which is which is not true or which is uh, ethically not right for the journalists. Um, from uh, the journalist side, we have to be vigilant and also to be to stick on the journalistic ethics produce uh, this, uh, the, the real news to our society so that they can uh, um, always come for us for the news that giving them hope or which are informing them rather than not going to always receiving news from social media or other platforms that are sometimes receiving. Um, and uh, the other thing is um, the the trust between the journalists and the newsmakers. Sometimes you find out that to get information as you are a journalist, it's sometimes uh, challenging. It's it sometimes take time for you. While at the end of the day, the newspaper has to go to print, and. Um, Within that context, you find sometimes journalists are using the information which sometimes are true but not updated. Uh, and within that context, I would uh, encourage our fellow journalists to always uh, strive for building trust with their news uh, sources and, uh, of course, treat them with uh, dignity. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Leon. So can you please maybe summarize the main points of your uh, speech uh, as a message to other journalists from Rwanda and from other countries? All right, thank you very much. The, I think the, I have talked to three main points. The one is uh, for journalists to uh, strive to to be uh, trustworthy uh, from what they are publishing from, or what they are supporting throughout their social media platform on the other platforms that they are working from. The other point is building trust with, between them and 
the news makers or the sources because if you give me information if i get information from someone and at the end of the day i'm not going to produce it to treat it with the dignity or treat it the right at the end of the day that person is not he's not going to give me information the next time when i'm looking for the information that is might be impacting society the third thing is to uh, exploit the 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 regal instruments that we have for now i've said that we have the uh, the the access to information law which has been enacted uh, sometimes back but sometimes you find that maybe journalists are reluctant to use it or the some of the people in the government they are not willing to provide some informations maybe because they are uh, they are ignorant about that law or, or they do it intentionally. Those are three key points that they, I have talked about. And this uh, law that you said, information law, it's already implemented in Rwanda. So you have this legislation in place? Yes, we do. Uh, but uh, sometimes uh, it doesn't help journalists because of the two reasons, I think. One, uh, the journalists tend to not use it because there's a process, there's somewhere you go, you log in, you file in your media inquiry, then you send it to th that person who have to provide the information, you quote that law, and then um, the second point, which I think it's not uh, that um, helping journalists is that the people who tend to provide information, those are the public servants, those are the people in the public uh, private sectors, they are not aware of this law. Uh, and uh, probably the, the third thing is this law does not uh, determine what, what are the implications for that person who refuses to, or, or to comply with it. Thank you so much. Thank you for your speech. Thank you for sharing your opinion. And uh, I would like to introduce our next speaker, Muazu Malami. Could you share your opinion on mass media nowadays and mass media in creative society? Hello. Yes, we hear you. Mm. Okay, are you talking about, uh, I should discuss on Pegnum's whole Bureau of Creative Society? How to come to creative society and journalism is a driving force behind the change. How would you as a journalist would arrive to the creative society? What role uh, journalism has? Please, can you take it again? Do the metro if, if, if I may add, if I may just add this to what you are saying is uh, the topic for today's discussion. You know, is like a journalism a bridge to a bridge for change in society. So we are saying, what do you think should be the role of journalism or journalists in bringing about uh, a change towards a creative society? Okay. 
I think the role of journalists in creating society is to be a help, to help a supreme humanity, to be a positive change agent, and to play a important role in order to make society a better, to provide a, to provide a better place for the society. Let let um, example here in Nigeria. Create some tension within the minds of Nigerians of our journalists. Most probably, were not present at this sense of event. They normally rely on two, two things: social media and eyewitnesses. Two, they seem to be like an apathetic banker who had money. Just because for selfish interests, they would publish a new. Necessary awareness or to take our own petition within our medias. Everybody wants to get a cheap popularity that I'm the first person that brought this news. So, without proper verification, then they will quickly rush into the population on verifying news. So, by bringing this kind of ideas of creative society, it will serve as an avenue. And it will also serve as an eye-opener for us to engage in awareness, making an awareness or enlightenment to our society that fake news generate a lot of damage to our society. So by focusing on positive side of our news, it will give us a chance to live in peace and harmony. So a lot of things happen in Nigeria due to the Handiwork of tech news. Many lives were used, were, many lives were killed just because of in the, in the essence of revenge, especially within southern and part, northern part of the country. When the media publishes a news that uh, southern people kills a northern people, then immediately the northern people will take a revenge. So, which at least there is need for authority concern to look into the matter for necessary media. And in general, especially social media, we don't have control over social media. Everyone has right to publish or disseminate any information he like on social media. And nobody will challenge him for that. So there is need for authority, especially in my country, Nigeria, to look into the issue of regulating our media is especially social. That is we can hear you now. You see? Uh, maybe you can turn off your video so we could uh, hear the, the speech. I sure. Uh, let's try to do that because it's not that clear. We are asking really if you want to hear what you're saying. If you, yeah, we are asking if you could turn off your video. Let's, let's just oh. listen to your audio. Maybe the, the connection will be better. Okay. 
Okay, you can continue. We are listening to you. Okay. Okay. I think uh, what normally generates fake news is two things. One, for journalists, most of them are not present at the sense of events. Uh, they normally rely on two so social media and eyewitness. So they normally rely on what social media publish. So at that sense, users of social media has no any journalistic background. No, not about journalistic ethics. They'll publish whatever comes to their mind. So by then, journalists will capture it and publish it so that they will, that media will be the first. They will be thinking that we're the first media organization that brought this news. So the second issue is quack journalism. Most of our journalists, they are journalists by experience. They have never, they know nothing about journalistic ethic. They just find themselves in, in journalism by incidents. So that is a lot of things that creates things, especially in my country, that generate, that generate, generate a lot of tension in Nigeria. And the issue also is we have been divided along ethnic and religious line. What something happened in southern part of the country that northern people were killed in southern part of the country, the media will immediately publish that news. So then later on, the northern part of the country will talk over our revenge. So this is the a lot of things that happen in my country. Uh, thank you. My maybe would like to say something. Uh, my Gamal from Egypt. Okay, uh, I can say something uh, to end. Uh, to yeah, let's say to have a clear journalism and creative uh, society, we have to take steps, even individual or uh, as a Yamad or as a country or as a whole the whole world. Uh, first, the government have to watch how uh, she can do a luxury, give her people luxury and better salary to not, uh, people to not go to uh, the illegal ways or this kind of ways that we don't need it in a creative society. And we have to uh, support aspects of uh, journalism. It's gonna be better to, uh, to support it in uh, universities uh, in the whole world because that's so important to support that. And a uh, uh, very important point is to control the social media because everyone can post anything uh, in any minute now and it's gonna be the news. It's gonna be uh, like something like newspaper, but online. So we have to watch what we are sharing, what we are post right now. Uh, and share, of course, uh, awareness among people, among the normal people, not just uh, who have uh, a role in uh, media. Okay, and we all have to see what we are responsible for. We are responsible for us and our families, so our countries too. And of course, that's gonna be a great to have a great and real creative society. 
Thank you so much, Emma, well, especially that you mentioned uh, we are responsible also for our countries. Because uh, behind this, as we uh, during our roundtable have mentioned many times, behind the fake news are always the real lives of people. And we should be aware of this, we should understand this, and we should do something about this as journalists. So you as a, as a newcomer in, the profession, in, in this profession, I'm sure, is giving this... Um, uh, let's say a message to your colleagues, to uh, experienced journalists, and I'm sure maybe even um, someone would like maybe to ask questions or say also some concluding remarks. Uh, uh, those who are experienced uh, journalists, maybe I don't know, Leon's, Moazi um, again, uh, because I think we uh, lost uh, some people during this round table because of connection. Uh, but I still, we, I think we have still Maya Gadir because I see she is with us. So maybe anyone have some concluding remarks or have suggestions or comments? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, maybe I would add something um, on the co having control over what is said on social media. Um, at the end of the day, it's something which might be inflicting or uh, on the freedom of expression, which is actually have to be maintained in, in some, a certain course. Uh, for instance, in, in Rwanda here, there is uh, a call from media regulatory body of, register, of registering all the YouTube channels um, because uh, maybe there was a trend of growing, uh, the growing trend of uh, the naughty content, the naughty content within those YouTube channels, and um, uh, I don't know other, uh, but the other content, but that is the driving force of having all the YouTube channels being registered, and uh, the the question uh, which uh, is being raised is. Is government going to infringe on the people's freedom of expression? That is a question mark for that. We have, a, we still have a question mark on that, um, because most of the people who are behind these channels are not uh, journalists. Uh, there are few who have uh, YouTube channels, but when you look at what they are producing, they are responsible maybe for the media or journalistic ethics, which I think um, is the key for anyone who is in the media. Um, the, so my point was actually on to look at when you are, when we are advoca advocating for having control on social media, are we not conflicting with the other aspect of uh, human rights? Thank you. Thank you so much, Leons. Uh, and I again would like to remind that we are uh, having eight Alatra foundations as a basis for our round table uh, discussion on journalism. And uh, also we know that Maya Gadir, who struggled a little bit with the internet in the beginning, sent us the video. So we will also uh, try to do our best to play it in the coming minutes. And um, uh, uh, in the meanwhile, uh, maybe someone has ideas or suggestions for the topics to uh, to cover in the uh, 
in the future roundtable on journalism because here we have uh, both newcomers in the professions uh, and those who are experienced um, uh, journalists. So maybe you can uh, share with us your proposals. And can I say something? Yes, Kano, certainly. Uh, there is, yes, there is, uh, I would want to make a proposal based on uh, uh, a question that uh, Leos just asked. And I think that is where we also need to, uh, you know, have a round, a round table to discuss. Uh, when will we say that regulating uh, what we post on uh, social media, particularly, infringes on our right to expression? I do know that uh, uh, in most countries there is also always what we here back here in Nigeria we have the standard organization of Nigeria uh, that tries to ensure that whatever is being brought into the country, whatever is being produced, meets a certain standard, a minimum standard. So um, uh, nobody has ever complained that those uh, minimum standard infringes on our our right to to life. You know, so I want to pose that it would be a very good one. Analysts should also discuss when will a government regulatory policy infringe on uh, the right to uh, expression. Just, a, just, just. Thank you very much. And I would like to remind our viewers that if you would like to join the project uh, Creative Society. All you need to do is uh, go to alatrainice.com website, press the join button in the top right screen, uh, top right corner of the screen, and you will have the little tiny menu. Now, no big forms to follow. Just uh, pick the way you would like to participate in and join. And uh, also, you can leave a comment to these videos and uh, maybe some interesting understandings or questions. And maybe we can discuss it on our next roundtable. Uh, what do you think, Olga? I think it's yeah, it's a very uh, good idea. And also, I would like again to remind our viewers uh, to connect uh, in case if internet allows you to our global conference, because where uh, this is the, the platform where we'll be discussing also issues related to journalism, because journalism is not something in separate from the creative society. And this is a global conference that will be organized uh, 20th of December. And uh, as, as uh, we mentioned, um, uh, it's important because uh, it's first of all comes as initiative of peoples, and second is uh, we will be able uh, to finally to find solutions together. And uh, it's also important that we will be able to go to the evolutionary step uh, without any revolutions, without any blood anymore, because uh, the human has the highest value, the human life is of a highest value. We would like to come to this evolutionary step to development of humanity. And we can do it only together. That's why it's, uh, we are inviting everyone to join this conference and maybe uh, to those who joined us recently, we can also play a second time this video that we did in the beginning. Uh, if it's ready by our technical support team, just as a reminder, I don't know if there is a chance. Every day, 
we share a great amount of information. This information forms our reality. Is this the way we wish to live? We need change. The change starts with us, with the information we share. Consumer society leads us to death. We need a new vector of life, a creative society. It is up to you and me to build a creative society worldwide where human life is the main value. Development of humanity is the main aim. Human safety is the main priority. Is it possible to build a creative society now? Yes, all we need to do is unite in one common idea, a creative society. People around the world are already acting to share the idea of creative society with the whole world to make it a reality. Learn how on the unique international online conference, Creative Society, United We Can, December 20, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, live on Alatra TV. You are the one who can change the future. Thank you so much to our technical support for showing and reminding us again about this conference. And uh, we actually have uh, a little uh, speech from Maya who couldn't join us properly today. And she sent us a video she quickly videotaped and uh, I would like to put this uh, video right now for all of us to listen to. And uh, she will share her opinion on journalism as a driving force behind change, as this is our topic today. Hi, my name is Maya Gadir, and I'm from Khartoum, Sudan. Um, today I'll be talking about the, the reasons behind, uh, behind the current crisis in journalism and how that affect us, affects us um, individually as well as on a global uh, level. So first of all, some of the reasons that I found um, that are very important that we need to focus on uh, behind the crisis where mass media and journalism is going through is first of all the filtration of the news throughout the history of mass media and journalism. Uh, news was according to the agenda and according to the monitoring system of the governing party or the governing body of different countries as well as different parts of the world. Uh, there was always a governing body that wanted to send a specific message to the audience and the people and they did that through uh, radio, newspapers as well as through TV. And then with that happening and with that spreading um, uh, a lot, people kind of lost, uh, um, lost trust and 
and their media agencies as well as journalism and uh, mass media lost its credibility towards the people and the audience that are receiving the news. And also some of the reasons that are um, behind the crisis or the current crisis is that media houses or mass media as well as journalism focuses more on reactory news or basically news that uh, forces the audience or forces the people to react a certain way, whether uh, it is supporting a specific party in the government uh, and politically or uh, for, for it to create a reaction uh, from the audience like empathy towards Africa or empathy towards people who are in need. So basically focusing on uh, news that uh, creates reactions from the public was a big uh, destructions, uh, a big destruction for the mass media as well as the journalism and the development and the involvement of journalism. In addition to all of this, um, social media started and the internet started and that is when um, news were out of the journalists' hands and it became in the hands of the public. And with that happening, with the roles changing from uh, the journalist's responsibility to the audience's responsibility um, uh, to um, reflect or to talk about specific news that are happening and what is happening exactly in countries, that created um, a place and an environment for fake news to appear and to create more reactions because people or governing bodies or uh, policy makers have lost control on the people through TV, radio, and newspapers and the control and the monitoring system has moved into the internet and with that uh, being said fake news has been spreading throughout the internet social media platforms as well as mass media to get again a reaction from people and for them to think a certain way about uh, specific people or a specific country and things like that and I think that uh, some of the reasons why we need to change that um, is one um, and the most important reason is that knowledge is a right. Knowledge is not a privilege that some people have and others don't, but knowledge is a right for everybody and every single person on this globe has the right to get both sides of the story rather than one side of the story that is Okay, this was uh, actually uh, the video of Maya, and we appreci appreciate it a lot, uh, Maya, that you was able to send to us so quickly. <laughs> uh, even, uh, you know, we uh, now finishing our round table and we managed uh, to, to play it uh, uh, as a message uh, to the other uh, people, uh, guests of today's uh, session. Uh, and it could be an, an option for everyone. Those uh, who couldn't join us today, Dr. Hussein from Sudan, uh, his colleagues, uh, maybe they can play this video. Uh, I mean, record this video uh, of you uh, talking about um, uh, the topic of your concern on journalism and uh, how to change the situation. And then we will play it in the upcoming round tables. Thank you very much, Olga. And I want uh, to mention something. We talked about uh, eight, the the eight uh, foundations of creative society today. And I would like to give a little bit more information about uh, what foundations are those. And um, the participants of uh, Alatra movement um, conducted many, many surveys and interviews and roundtables uh, all over the world. And as a result of this uh, 
Paul's uh, eight foundations of creative society was formed, have been formed. And um, those eight foundations of uh, creative society are everything that people want. So um, I also, uh, I also want to uh, say, please uh, join this project. It's a great project. It's a great opportunity to speak out. It's a great opportunity to share your thoughts, your feelings about different things, uh, including media like what we did today. And uh, the goal of our today's roundtable is uh, to promote awareness uh, about our responsibility to building the creative society, uh, to build it in peaceful means. And uh, currently we implement the first stage of uh, achieving such kind of society. This is informational stage. And it's very important for all of us uh, to share and spread this information about uh, the project, about, uh, about our responsibility, about our role in future of our society and more people will find out about it uh, the faster it will be implemented and the role of mass media is uh, very important so thank you very much for every to everyone who joined today and uh, been here with us thank you so much thank you so much uh, goodbye then goodbye everyone bye 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 bye